escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. So, you begin to ask yourself, what really uh, the effect was. What are you and, picking up? I'm sure you've been monitoring well, that trend. You, you could say that the MPP has won that region, looking at the number of constituencies. Of course, we, we've already put that there. out. Northeast, of course, has exactly, fallen, exactly. Uh, for, it, it appears that is a reward for the creation of these new regions, because right. OT also right. uh, rewarded uh, the president uh, for carving out, you can say, that in for the, carving in, in out... In the, the, the OT region, mm -hmm. uh, the NDC's footprint is very clear there. In fact, they, clear. they've taken all the seats mm -hmm. in OT, including yeah. the Krachi area, Krachi East, where we're just talking about with Michael Jato, actually losing uh, his uh, seat, seat there. Though. Yeah. So pretty interesting dynamics. And the likes of... Uh, Are you were telling me about well. the, the Balmia effect? It is, it well, it would, it would, so, so basically, when you look at that portion, it's a new region, so you can't really talk about consistency in there. But if you look at the fact that it was carved out of the northern region, of course, we have the Savannah region as well. Also. And you look at the concentration of votes that the MPP has caught, uh, you know, it paints a certain picture about the inroads being made into that part of what used to be uh, the northern region. So interesting dynamics, but for me, I want to see all 275 constituencies before I can jump and say, look, this is, I don't want to make any projections uh, ahead of any hub or warehouse or nerve center. Uh, we here, we are your election HQ, and we bring you information that is, you know, crisp, straight on point. Uh -huh. <laughs> and we've given you 20, 227 right. out of the 275 right. constituency. And uh, that's uh, how that would it leave looks us like. with 48. Yeah, 48. We have 48 more to go. Right. Your mass is very good. So we have 48 <laughs> more to go. And, uh, of course, your election headquarters will bring that to you. This is your election digest. And, uh, of course, uh, Benjamin, uh, there are a number of things that um, has been happening. Uh, we're waiting for a new date or timeline in right. terms of uh, I'm hoping it's not date. I'm hoping it's just time. No, that the AC will give MFA, us. Please I'll don't go to date. date. Let's stick to time. Date. It will still be 8, 8 No, let's, let's, let's stick to time. Because if, if the EC comes out to say, oh, on second thought, we're going to do some other day. You know, that kind of, uh, let's face the facts, that kind of stress we don't need. Let's do this once, once and for all. <laughs> unless we have a runoff on our hands, which, you know, that would change all the yeah, dynamics. We'd have to yeah. wait an extra 21 days, go through this entire process again, come and sit here, do all the analysis anew. And uh, honestly, uh, not in terms of finances, money that we're going to expend, not in terms of going through all of this. We don't want to do this again. You know? <laughs> Unless we are forced to do it, then we'll have to do it. Then we'll have to do it. We wait for the Electoral Commission. I'm sure a new timeline will be uh, communicated. Where are the uh, Election, election um, Commission's headquarters? But um, let's touch base with our correspondents. Um, you know, uh, Elton Brobe has been embedded in the president's team all through uh, during campaigning up until now. Maxwell Agbogba is also with the former president, John Ramani Mahama. But let's join Elton uh, Brobe. Uh, we are also getting ready to receive uh, the EC's declaration. We're all waiting. It was supposed to be five, not going to happen. But let's check on Elton Brobe, shall we, Benjamin? Let's so do. you can take Elton Brobe at this point at the residence of the president. I'm, I'm sure it's a NEMA residence. Uh, Elton Brobe, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, paint a picture of how the situation is at the president's residence to us. 
Hi, Jennifer. Uh, I hope you are good. It's been a while. Ah, yeah. Um, I miss you. <laughs> right. So, so we are. I'm currently coming to you live from the residence uh, of President uh, Akufuado, his name is residence. So, the background you can see, they've set up a stage. Uh, you have the, the the Ghana flag and another flag. Uh, from 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 where I'm standing, I'm sure I'm sure you can have a look at it. So. The flag you see there, the Ghana flag, and then another flag, and then podium where President Kufado is expected to speak to the nation. My information is that that statement will come after the Electoral Commission has declared the results of the presidential elections. And all of us are here waiting uh, for that announcement to come. We don't know when the AC said five, they came up with a, with a statement saying that. Uh, they've moved this to another time, but uh, they are yet to tell us which time that will be. So everybody is here. The media, the, everybody is set up. Uh, the president of Kupari himself is in his residence. I'm told that the vice president is with him, plus some uh, leading members of government. A while ago, the Speaker of Parliament came through and left. And then, so uh, there's been a flurry of activities here uh, in his Lima residence. People have been coming in and out, especially uh, senior government officials and all that. Now, the mood here is that of uh, expectants. They are telling me that uh, the collation done so far by the MPP from their strong room at Rage, uh, they are in the lead. And indeed, uh, this afternoon, uh, the media uh, who were taken to the rich coalition center of the MPP where the general secretary of the party, John Boadu, and Joe Anoche, who is the head of IT for the, for the MPP, and he's also the CEO of the National Communication Authority, took the media through uh, their coalition process. How come they arrived at a figure that uh, they have communicated to the public as representing the votes uh, gotten so far by President of Ecuador and his main opponent in the election, John Dramani Mahama of the NDC. And according to them, the uh, collated results representing almost 90% of uh, the 38,000 polling centers across the country. They've managed to collate over 6 million votes for President Kufuado, representing 51.9%, and uh, uh, a little over 5 million, representing uh, 47% for, uh, for uh, former President John Mahama, who is on the ticket of the MPP. Now, this information uh, has been given to the President, I'm told, but as you are aware, the official figures is what everybody is waiting for from the Electoral Commission. Is it going to be a one-touch victory? Uh, will President Kufuado form the next government? That is the question we are all waiting to hear. And clearly, from what you are seeing behind me, the House itself is in readiness to respond to that communication that will come from the Electoral Commission. So, every part, uh, we are all here, and we're going to be here till the Electoral Commission is out with its official figures representing the outcome of the presidential elections. And then we'll hear from President Okufuado, uh response to that particular statement. So uh, that is why we are uh, we are here for this particular reason. And we'll be here till at least we done in that point. People who have gathered at the home of uh, the, the president, what have they been telling you in terms of their expectations? I know they say they've collated their figures and all, but briefly, uh, what's the sense you're getting in terms of the anticipation? What are they really saying? So some of them are quite uh, optimistic of Vichy, even though they've been very cautious 
uh, as far as that is concerned, uh, they are very much relying on the collated results that the MPP has done and the, the, the figures I told you about some few minutes ago. And according to them, they did this a uh, uh, few hours into the election because the party had a text, a mock run of their system before the election itself. And that mock run gave them 80% of results within two hours. And so even before the general secretary went on air around 4 a.m. saying that the party had collated over 80% and the party was in a good lead, they have had that resource, but they wanted to allow the system to work. They wanted to allow the electoral commission to have their way. They say that they are confident of beating that was stop it. According to them, the vote difference between uh, President Okufuado and his main rival, John Damai Bahama, is over 500,000 votes. And for them, there's no way that can be overturned. The Electoral Commission has the final say on these matters. And that's what everybody is doing. I'm sure that's what the President Okufuado himself is waiting for. That's how come the podium, the stage, is still waiting. Once that announcement drops, and I'm sure that we'll hear. Uh, that statement from President Kufuado. So what, what form and shape that statement will come? That will depend on what the electoral commission commission will communicate in the nation. Well, that's Elton John Brobe. Thank you very much, Elton, and definitely we'll be with you uh, throughout the, the period once uh, we get that declaration of results from the electoral commission much later in the day. Uh, we would also join Maxwell Agbaba along the line. He's also embedded in the uh, former president's team as well, be monitoring events, um, both in his residence and then also in his office as well. And my colleague, Kwesi Pakawosin, is also monitoring events at the NDC headquarters. And then also, Elting has also been monitoring events at the NPP headquarters. So as and when we get anything, we've got you covered. This is your election headquarters. And it's brought to you by a number of kind sponsors. Let's go through that. Let's salute some of those uh, sponsors. Uh, Due to hard times, we've become value hunters. But are we hunting for value the right way? Remember, your engine is valuable uh, more than just uh, cheap fuel. So be smart, hunt for holistic value. Holistic value is when you have quality fuel at the right quantity and at a fair price. At Petrosol, we can serve uh, clean fuel in full quantities at a fair price, and that is holistic value. So come to us. Petrosol, clean fuel in for quantities. Also brought to you by Wotriye Lotteries and Kill the Stress. We're jumping into Trotsky's on busy appointment days with only five Ghana cities. Dial star 787 hash now to play and drive home a brand new Toyota Corolla with five Ghana cities. Pe this Saturday 12 December 2020. Same tickets qualify you to bag home the new 395,000 jackpot. Same draw day with thousands more cash prize. Grab your Toyota Corolla keys now with only five Ghana CDs. Dial star 787 hash now to play and win uh, your tier rubber ride. Star 787 hash Ghana's premier and biggest jackpot lottery. Well, I don't know how you wake up every morning, but I'm going to give you a good idea how you can wake up. Wake up every day to that great feeling from a delicious creamy coffee aroma from Cowbell Coffee and enjoy the delicious creamy Cowbell Coffee taste. Cowbell Coffee, taste it, love it. 
And are you tired of spending money on inferior products uh, for your homes and offices? Are you suffering from back pains and other heart-related diseases? Do you know sitting for long hours poses a lot of health problems? Uh, let's ease that stress for you. Walk into Part Ava Limited for your affordable home and office furniture today. Part Ava Limited, your home of modern furniture. Well, let me tell you a bit about DDP Outdoor Limited, Ghana's leading out-of-home advertising company, providing your organization with solutions in outdoor advertising, airport advertising, and large-format digital printing. That is indoor and outdoor. All you have to do to reach out to their sales team is call the following numbers, 0541-431-043. You can also reach them on 0244-407-894. Or finally... 0242-587-923. That is 0242-587-923. DDP Outdoor Limited serving great brands. Do you cook? I do. Oh, I know you love your food, but what, I, do you, what can you cook? Uh, I cook so many things. And the last time I'm of you, Abaji, you know, asked about cooking, I told her, I don't only cook, I bake. Do you bake? Yes, I bake. What do I you bake? bake? I bake everything. I can bake, bake, <laughs> bake uh, everything, including pizza also. But I if you're thinking of what to cook uh, this uh, Christmas, of course, after the election activities, we'll definitely uh, be going into the Christmas festivities, which we are all looking forward to. If you're thinking of uh, what to cook this special Chris this Christmas, Festiva is what you need. Festiva has all you need to make your food special for your delicious breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Festiva has got you sorted. Our products include Festiva Jasmine Rice from Thailand and Vietnam, mackerel, sardines, mayonnaise, baked beans, soy sauce, prawn crackers. The children will love it. Evaporated milk, condensed milk mm, with bread, uh, cereal, <laughs> cereal <laughs> milk, soya milk, non-dairy uh, creamer, salsa drink, aluguntu green drink. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay. And then monosodium, we have it. Choose from our wide range of festival products and make every meal tasty. Remember, Festiva is your best bet if you have a foodie family like mine. For bulk purchases, kindly contact us on 054-012203. Festiva, adding flavors to your life. I like the sound of the prawn crackers, though. But let's end up with um, Macdan Shipping. And it has established itself as the market leader in freight forwarding in Ghana. Now, since November 1999, Macdan Shipping has invested in building a track record of effectiveness in warehousing for both bonded and general haulage, uh, cargo handling, customs brokerage, charter cargo, and project cargo. Now, as if all that is not enough, Macdan Shipping also gives you the most competitive air freight rates on the market. So choose Macdan and experience consistent delivery with all your logistics uh, needs. Just reach out to them at uh, That is www.mcdanshipping.com. Or if you'd like to call them, the number is 0302-762-280. 0302-762-280. Magdan Shipping, your total logistics partner. And election uh, headquarters coverage is also brought to you by HEPA Plus Mixture. Within the period that we are in, of course, coronavirus is still with us. You need a strong immune system. HEPA Plus Mixture strengthens the immune system to help fight infections. HEPA Plus Mixture helps the liver and other vital organs uh, to correct problems such as excess body fat, overweight, menstrual disorders, sexual weakness, high sugar levels, general weaknesses, etc. So Plaxmo Mixture treats malaria in just... 
four days. Just one bottle of Maximus Cheats Malaria by correcting your symptoms of malaria within one hour. Get it now nationwide. There's just 10 Ghana CDs herbal shops near you. Call Ebonage Herbal Production and Consult on 54 277-8572 or 054-9297-463. And thank you so much to our sponsors, Petrosol, Cowbell, McDan Shipping and Logistics Limited, Pradeva Limited, DDP Outdoor Limited, Festiva, which we year lotteries, and then also Hepaplast Mixture. At this point, we go back to the Situation Room until Daniel Dati has right. some more information in terms of our parliamentary results. Daniel Dati, you ready? Mm. Mm. Yes, MFA, um, we are live in the situation room now. Um, like I said, there's so much energy here. Sometimes it's difficult to hear anything else. But um, I do have with me the list of constituencies that we are yet to call as far as the presidential polls are concerned. And most importantly, we know where they are. So um, we know that currently we have 34 constituencies left to call um, before we can make that final determination as to whether or not uh, President Ekufado has been retained in office or former President Mahama is returning to Jubilee House. I'm going to start from the region with the biggest number of constituencies left. That's the greater Accra region. And like I said, I'm in the NEF center. So I'm going to go over to Victor. Victor, how many do I have in greater Accra left? Is that 10? 10. Yes, yes. So that's 10 constituencies left in the greater Accra region. There's also six left in the central region. Um, I'll try and give you an idea of what constituencies have not come yet. We, have, we don't have trouble. We don't have Tema West. We don't have um, Wei Jagba. We don't have Dom Kwabinga, which is a big one as of now. But the numbers are coming in thick and fast, and so that could change at any time. Uh, Bono East, Bono Eastern regions, we are left with two each there. Uh, the northern region, we are left with three. Savannah region, one. Upper East region, we are left with three. And Western and Western North regions, we are left with two each. So that should bring the tally to up about 34 seats that we are yes to call. All eyes, MFR, are on those 10 seats from the Greater Accra region because we know the Greater Accra region is the most populous. In fact, after the creation of the new voters register, we had more than 3.5 million people on the polls for the on the electoral roll from the greater Accra region the largest in the country and so a constituency in a densely populated area like this could make a difference in the final votes tally determining who goes to jubilee house so we're still in the situation room grinding the numbers working the hours required to ensure that you out there are informed with the most accurate information you can come across as far as the presidential results and parliamentary results are concerned. Well, interesting scenes uh, from the Situation Room. I can see Edem Naite by you there. Very, very busy, Edem Naite. Well, working hard. Um, you know, say hello to all the team in the Situation Room, Daniel. <laughs> I will do my best. Guys, MFA says hi. MFA says hi. Hello. Hello. Hello, guys. <laughs> 
Yeah, I see Justin's baby. I see, I see Sarah. Ah, they're very tired. Yeah. The, the, that's Beryl, right? Beryl. Awesome. Beryl. Yes, that's our award-winning Beryl. Yeah. And I can see some drinks and food on the table. Where is my Sarah? Uh, I want to hear from Adam Nite. Adam, I see uh, some drink on your table there. Adam won't mind us. She's super busy. <laughs> I think it's, it's finished, MFA. Okay. Besides, well, super. Then that's John, John Biafé. supervises so many. Yeah. And I should say, George Biafé delivered for us the first complete region in the OT region. OT so region, just, yay! <laughs> you can clap for John Biafé if you want. Well, super job, guys. Super, he does super, it. super. He does not just interview IMF bosses. Bosses and World Bank directors. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, guys. Let's get back to it. MFA, thank you so much. Back to you. Well, thank you. News. Thank you so much. Back and they've delivered to us uh, together with our correspondents dotted across the country. Super job. They're giving us 227 out of the 275 constituencies. And the EC has only two regions so far. Uh, we're told about the Upper Western OT. OT region and um, Israel lies monitoring that situation for us. So very soon, uh, it looks like all too soon. We have to we have to wrap up. Yeah, we have to bow out. But of course, uh, we're still going to keep tabs on what exactly is happening. And all of us, bottom line, we want to know how this is going to wrap up so that we know who has been you know retained in Parliament, who's been booted out, who our president is. And I guess we can all get some rest and move on with our lives. And of course, we'll be with you till we get the concession and the victory speeches. Who would it be? Would it be President Kofado or former President John Dramani Mahama? The race to Jubilee House is on and our election headquarters will bring you that. And even after the declaration of the concession and victory speeches, we're still with you till the very end. Thank you so much for being a part of Election Digest. Up next is Winston Gamwa and Evans Mensa. The moment we've all been waiting for. Almost here. Do stay with us. I am MFA Paul. And I am Benjamin Akapo. There's more news, of course, when you log on to myjoyonline.com. Do stay. Thanks for your company. Hash. Christmas came early. I woke up dreaming about two things. This beautiful car. One, two, three, four. Oh, don't worry, Grandpa. There are still five ripe and 15 unripe mangoes on the tree. <laughs> and that's my boy. Grandpa. It's still 1.2 kilograms of rice in the container. My boy. And how much credit did I spend last week? Well, you spent five CDs on calls, two megabytes on data, and you sent five SMSs. We are the first network that tells you exactly what you have spent and when you spent it. Dial star 156 hash to access your statement on MTN. We are good together. We day for you everywhere you go. 
We are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom, and my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osuakweje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302 764101, 764209, or 762792. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. dangerous on these streets for a pedestrian. So here's how the National Road Safety Authority wants you to stay safe out there. If you're going to cross the road, make sure it's at a zebra crossing, on a footbridge, or at a traffic signal. If you're crossing anywhere else, please look left, right, and left again to ensure there are no vehicles approaching. And please pay attention. Put your phone away when crossing the road. One moment of distraction could end your life. Let's look out for ourselves, protect each other, and arrive alive. Thank you. and Light Music Ministry and your favorite choir, the Harmonious Chorale present a festival of nine lessons and carols, virtual edition to celebrate the one whose birth we commemorate at Christmas. He's Jesus, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6b, date Sunday 13th December 2020, time 5pm. Subscribe to the Harmonious Chorale Ghana YouTube channel and come let's together fill our hearts with the peace and joy that Christmas brings. For further information, contact 0268-130-615 or 0243-588-467 and 0302-772-013. Accidents do happen. It could be a motor accident, a sudden heart attack, or even a stroke. 
or any other health emergency, the first steps you take are very critical. Should you be involved in or witness an accident, call 112 for the fastest ambulance response. With over 300 well-equipped ambulances all over Ghana, you are assured of the fastest response to your emergency call. Call 112 during critical health emergencies and save your life and that of your family and loved ones. 112, help will come. 112, we are safe. Avoid prank calls as they can lead to loss of life of persons in actual need of help. Be a responsible citizen. Business like the world evolves every day. From the tangible to the digital. From the farm to the stock market. From ideas to legacies. This is Business Connect. Business Connect shows Mondays at 9 p.m. Only on Joy Prime. Joy Prime. Shipping is undoubtedly the market leader in free forwarding in Ghana. This is the result of years of building a track record of effectiveness in warehousing for both bonded and general, for all volumes, charter cargo to and from all parts of the world, project cargo, customs brokerage, haulage, and cargo handling. Added to these are the most competitive air freight rates on the market. Choose McDan and experience the consistent delivery with all logistics needs. With McDan Shipping, there is a limitless capacity to meet timelines with its optimum technology, a committed workforce, and a network of of over 2,400 sea and airports around the world. McDan Shipping has the expertise and continues to meet your varied logistics and free forwarding needs. So look no further. Contact us at Block 10 of Yans Cargo Village Airport or visit www.mcdanshipping.com or call 0302-762280 or 0249-991199. McDan Shipping, your total logistics partner. Charlie, 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 something wild to come. You go see out, feel it, feel it. Something, something, something thrilling is coming. Experience it, feel it, feel it. Something, <laughs> something. <laughs> hey, something thrilling is coming. See it, feel it, feel it. Taxi cab is my life. In fact, it is an extension of my body. It brings me income, which helps pay my bills and take care of my family. So I must take good care of it, just like I would with my body. And what does a car need? The best fuel and lubricants. Again, in these hard times, I have to use money wisely. I need value for money. So when I buy fuel, I would want that it is full quantity, unadulterated, 100% pure, and at a fair price. That is value for money. 
That is why I, Jojo Benson, Thank you. I'm a lawyer customer <laughs> of Petrosol. Petrosol. <laughs> Petrosol. Clean fuel in full quantity. Sir, just that it tastes really good. Coffee. Enjoy the delicious creamy coffee taste of three in one Cowbell coffee. It's a beautiful day. Waiting. <laughs> We end our campaign tomorrow and prepare to vote on Monday. I pledge to ensure peace and preserve the stability of our dear nation, Ghana. This is the third time I've participated in this ceremony. The first two 
as leader of the opposition and the third as president of the republic. On both previous occasions, I've held to my part of the peace pact. And on this third occasion, as president of the republic, I will do the same. coverage is driven by a need to be accurate, timely, and balanced. And fair to all sides of the politics. Joy News knows how to cover election. We do this better than any broadcaster in Ghana. We bring you the politics. We bring you the numbers. So, throughout this political season, stay with us for fearless independent coverage of the hotspot. With 275 correspondents across the country, no issue or incident will miss our radar. And when Ghana decides, you can trust Joy News for the full story. This is your election headquarters. And thank you very much for joining us once again and staying with us uh, uh, since we began here on your election headquarters when we since Sunday evening. Sunday evening, we've yes. We've been doing this. And of course, uh, this is the final lap uh, in our coverage of the uh, 2020 elections. Of course, the Electoral Commission, if you're just waking up and haven't heard, they've postponed um, their declaration of results indefinitely. They've said they will communicate a new time. We don't know yet. But we've been doing a lot of tabulation. Winston, this is the picture as it stands across the country right now. This is the map that we started filling. Exactly, Evans. And as you can see, some regions look like almost filled. Others, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten constituencies mm. to be filled. But of course, I do know that shortly we would have this filled. Mm. And then we can do all the analysis as we look forward to interesting times ahead. So this is a race. This is a presidential. The race to 50% plus one. And I want to quickly bring up what the result says here. Who is closer? I mean, people are seeing this and wondering, are we looking at a runoff? Well, listen, I can tell you that we have more in the back as the collators are putting this together and doing the permutations and calculations than you see um, on our front end. And so when we come to you with what we have um, put together formally, this picture will certainly change. And it keeps updating, and so we'll get the very latest on this as we go on. Exactly, Evans. And so as you can see, uh, the Upper West Region, for instance, is filled. So mm. you know who won in the Upper West Region yeah. and who lost 
in the Upper West Region. You can see the NPP getting uh, one seat in the Upper West Region, in fact, two seats in the Upper West Region when it comes to parliamentary, but winning one when it comes to the presidential election. One of the key things that we're beginning to see, and we were uh, all the polls have predicted this, is the high voter turnout. And again, it's panning out in the actual calculations that we are seeing that is a, a high voter turnout uh, that we, we are beginning to see play out. And we'll factor that in also in the calculations when we get to a point where we can make uh, a global complete sense of the picture that we are seeing there. Uh, out of 275 constituencies, uh, we can report to you uh, 227, Winston. Yes. And in which case, what does it panel for the two gentlemen? Well, out of 227 constituencies, you have the NPP's Nanado Danko Akufuado so far pulling 5,407,354 votes, mm. and uh, that represents 51.4%. Uh, and the NDC's John Mahama with 4,932,789, and that represents uh, uh, more than 47% of uh, total votes cast or total valid votes. And you see what the others are doing in this particular scenario. I want to quickly start. The story of the presidential race is what we see here. But Winston, we're also beginning to see a story emerge in the parliamentary race that is also very fascinating. Um, some names are falling. In fact, just before I came on, I checked what happened in Tema East. Titus Glover. Yeah. Titus Glover, from what we understand, uh, has, uh, has fallen uh, tonight. Some big, big names have fallen. In the parliamentary uh, hasn't filled up as much, but there's some very interesting names that are beginning to come through and, and falling. I want us to uh, go through what we have now so we can get a, a quick sense of, of all this um, shortly uh, in terms of the parliamentary map. Now, let's go to... Where do you want to start, Winston? Well, I think we should go to the... Savannah region. Let's start from the Savannah region. Let's start from the Savannah region yeah. and let's see the story there for parliamentary... Um, shortly. We'll come to the presidential. We told the presidential story. At the presidential level, we are more focused on the national picture at this moment. Yeah. In a case, in the sense of who is winning and who is losing. And that's what we started with. But let's focus on the parliamentary specifics. Damongo was, was interesting for me. Very interesting. Damongo was specific, interesting for me. And with a voter turnout of 90%, again, you know, um, that's more like the trend or the projection we had. Mm. That we, we should be expecting a lot of I mean, high voter turnouts, 90% voter turnout, and guess what? This is a surprise element. I know there are many of you who are aware of it already. He's already spoken. Samuel Abujinapo defeats the incumbent Adam Mutawakilu. Yeah. I mean, this for me was one of the key races I was watching in this part of the country, and it's, uh, it's, it's come up. Now, we are going to have two brothers in yeah. parliament. Um, within the largely the same geographic area, broadly, because his brother John Junapo is in Yape Kusogu. Yes, here. So that's right, just right here. The Let's let's do this for you yeah. to appreciate what we are talking about. So this is the geographic area that has just been annexed, yeah. flipped by Abu Junapo, who is the deputy chief of yeah. staff, right, um, for this current president. Now his brother. Is already in Parliament, and from all expectations, we expect him to pick this. Yes, also we'll as a safe seat for the end. Safe seat. We wait for the final one to come, but we expect him to to keep this. But here's it. Here's it. Here's the. Uh, let me change. Let me change the color of this so that we could we could have uh, something else there to represent this. So you see, maybe blue. Yeah, what blue big blue, blue do. 
I mean, let's see if we could get this in. Yeah. Absolutely nice, yeah. Okay, so here is what we're talking about. So you have the A Jinapo in here, right? Yeah, AJ, 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 and you have a JJ, and then you have a JJ. Yeah, that's John Jinapo, and we have a JJ. This looks like five, isn't it? It looks like <laughs> <laughs> it looks like five. It okay. looks like five. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's let's take it away, and let's come back and yeah, let's yeah, uh, yeah, illustrate yeah, it. Yeah, so you're talking it's... about J. JJ, yeah. Good. There you have it. And 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 an AJ. Yeah. Right. So these brothers are going to be sharing these two main constituencies. But a key thing to note also in this area is the link to their father, who is a traditional ruler in, in that the part. Bupira. The Bupira. Yeah. I mean, and you cannot discount the impact that that has on the outcome that we've seen first for JJ in Yape Kusogu and then in the neighboring constituency of uh, Damongo AJ. Exactly, but you see Evans, and, and, and <clears throat> one of the reasons why this comes as a surprise is that um, in the final bit of campaigning by John Damani Mahama in the Damongo constituency, one of the things he said was, if you are a man, go to your father's home and contest. Mm. Because Samuel Abu Jinapo's father comes from this constituency. Yeah, that is Yape Kusogu. His mother is from this constituency. Okay. And you expect an heir that is patrilineal, that he should be contesting in his father's constituency. Now, he doesn't do that because of the obvious. His brother is in that same constituency, so he wants to go to his mother's constituency. And many believed that because his father, or because he uh, didn't hail from that particular area, it was going to be very difficult for him to win. And then... He flips it for the NPP. Yeah. And for me, that's surprising. You have two brothers sitting on the opposite side. One could be in the minority. One could be in the majority. That's because of how close their parliamentary elections have become. Always when we begin to tell you these stories as emerge, you need to go back to 2016 and see the trend. Yeah. And there you begin to appreciate the work that Abu Jinapo had to put in to flip this. And so let's do that. Let's go to 2016. What was the story in 2016 in, in the, in the Darmongo uh, constituency? Now, if you go to Darmongo constituency, and let's, uh, let's put it back let's, up. Uh, let's go to the um, northern region, yes. Let's go back to the northern region. There you have it. Here we go. Now, this is the Mutawakilu's performance. Exactly. Uh, right? He won in 2016, but he won marginally. Marginally, with 2,000 votes. Yeah, 2,000 votes. So, he w it, it isn't watertight, yeah. so to speak. So, something that you could flip. But if you pull up the trend, you see why this area, in the last three elections... And consistently, let me do what I do, send this away, so we can focus on this. I mean, you see three elections, NDC consistently. Yeah. MPP had won it before, but these are years when there have been tsunamis, right? In 2000, there was a tsunami, MPP annexed it. In 2004, they retained the seat because, again, it reflects the national picture when John Kufour won it. In 2016, there was a tsunami. However, they... Damongo stayed true to the NDC, yes. right? And so for Abu Jinapo to flip it the way he has done in 2020 shows you, you have to appreciate the work he would have put in. And Mutawakilu is a formidable candidate in that area. Very formidable here. And Abu Jinapo, so the NPP's votes, just look at it here, 8,000. And it moves from 8,000 to 15,000. Yeah. Now, that is a 7,000 jump mm. with, uh, you know... Adam Mutawakilu gaining 3,000. And that explains the margin of 2,000 votes, which uh, someone Abu Jinapo used in beating Adam Mutawakilu. Clearly, there's an indication of one who, is, uh, who was able to flip what, could, um, what would have been unthinkable by many people 
also looking at the fact that you don't have so many persons in this particular constituency. Yeah. And so normally you'd have, you know, 10 out of about 18,000, 20,000. In this case, you have almost 30,000 turnout. Yeah. What it also tells you is that he was able to get people move into the constituency or he was able to rally people to register one and he's able to rally those same people to go out there and vote for him resulting in his victory and you made a point about turnout last four years it was 76 percent and i i I will submit that you made a point and i agree that abu Junapo would have rallied the people galvanized them to turn out and vote in your numbers he's such um an affectionate individual he's very affable very likable and definitely one of the reasons why um this um, trend seem to be has been of course challenged uh, by him quite strongly in Damongo again we go Savannah we see his performance his one as we say on election um, analysis as we digest this we have to say congratulations to him exactly when you flip a seat that is difficult like Damongo is in the last three elections you 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 have to have earned it mm-hmm Exactly, and, and I mean, you're looking at flipping the seat from Adam Mutawakilu, the minority spokesperson <coughs> on energy. You had a minister of state trying to contest him in the primaries in 2016, mm. and that minister stepped down. Now, why would a minister of state trying to compete against, you know, um, a member of parliament step down? That would only tell you how formidable that person is. And so, to be able to beat this candidate in the manner Abu Jinapo has done, he deserves commendation. And imagine it's quite significant there. I mean, 13,000 to uh, 15,000. 15, it's, it's not too big. 2, 000, it's with a 2,000 margin, 2, right? 2,700. Yeah. You know, and Almost the same margin that um, Mutawakilu won by in the 2016 election. Exactly. He won by about 2,100. And he's been able to flip it and increase it by 2,700. And so 2,700 in this constituency is a lot of people. A lot of people, of course. People. It's, I mean, uh, this is not a densely populated area where you can say, it's not yeah. like a when you say 2,000 people, you can quickly you know, fill it up and turn it around. The reason why I love that constituency is that recently I did a, you know, a cross-country travel. I was going to um, Mole National Park. You have to go through um, Damongo um, to, to get there. And it's such a beautiful community. The roads are very well done. And many credit John Mahama. For, okay. for for the roads. Well, that's his home region. So exactly. I mean, for the roads and and yeah, they've they've punished um, the the parliamentary candidate. My question is, what did JM do in the presidential in this particular constituency that maybe will give us a setting sense of what the picture is? Okay, I want to go back in there. And uh, this is twenty twenty, right? So yes, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. He wins it. GM wins it. So this is a skirt and blouse voting. Exactly. In Damongo again. But why do you think that is? I, I'm making the point, GM had put in some investment. Because if you travel across that stretch, there is a particular uh, police station. I remember one of our travelers, people said, had not been opened, but GM had built it. And for some reason, commissioning has become a contest. And so it was standstill. Roads were looked quite well done in terms of the travel. People appreciate that possibly and keeps John Mahama as a president, but they trust the parliamentary candidate more, and I flipped it from Abu Jinapo. Exactly, and so, you know, when you talked about it, I, I actually remembered a situation where the NPP candidate in Yape Kusogu, at a point, accused Samuel Abu Jinapo. He said, do not bust people from, you know, the Yape Kusogu constituency to the uh, Damango constituency. But what we see now is that if he bust people to that constituency, they may not have voted for 
John Mahama because then they like him. But you see the situation where they're voting for him. It means he just <coughs> has the likability of the people. Yeah, and this is important. And we're going to be beginning to see a lot of the skirts and blouse. So Domingo, but the skirts and blouses are also not loyal to candidates, which means that the next election, you have to be on your guard. If you've done it to one person, they can do it to you the next time. What it takes to hold on to this, sometimes it's easy to get, it, it's difficult to get to the top, but even more difficult to hold on to it. I mean, but at least Abu would have learned the lessons from um, Mutawakilu. I want to take a quick break because when we come, I want to update you on the other results coming in. This definitely is Election Digest here on your election headquarters. Stay with us because well, we are almost approaching the moment of truth here in this final lap of our coverage. Star 787 hash. Christmas came early. I woke up dreaming about two things. This beautiful car. Ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is. And this big jackpot. With only five Ghana cities, you stand the chance to take home these two prizes and more with thousands of cash prizes each Saturday in December. What you waiting for? Pick your phone now and dial star 787 hash to play and win. Star 787 hash. And I'm so near Busanko for say, Apomodima Papa, and he said, Apomodini say, Oberboy Juma, Aquaba, Unti Brevia, Aunty Mosro, Sobesipi, Sita, Anna, Sobeabo, Heavy, Debia, O you are Obia Pamodin, Obia Penqua, a drone in it. Plus mixture. When now no more, and come one in your home, you have and your beer. And the bone you plus mixture. And my pomodium mapa. Hepa plus mixture. And woman you pay any genea. Hepa plus mixture. And your monk will now win you pay to me. A painful and now battery. FD, I should side get your cratuable. I just say, yeah. Hepa plus mixture. And my pomodium mapa. My taxi cab is my life. In fact, it is an extension of my body. It brings me income, which helps pay my bills and take care of my family. So I must take good care of it, just like I would with my body. And what does a car need? The best fuel and lubricants. Again, in these hard times, I have to use money wisely. I need value for money. So when I buy fuel, I would want that it is full quantity, unadulterated, 100% pure, and at a fair price. That is value for money. That is why I, Jojo Benson, Thank you. I'm a loyal customer <laughs> of Petrosol. Petrosol. <laughs> Petrosol. Clean fuel in full quantity.
and thank you very much for staying with us. One of the things we'll be doing uh, in this particular segment is getting reactions. Reactions for those members of parliament who've lost their seats and those who are hoping. Um, not hoping. I mean, they've now become members of parliament elect. I saw a very funny joke on social media uh, that the, for the first time we have a deputy parliamentary candidate elect. Who's that? Well, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that later. Um, but we're going to be getting some reactions. We're going to be taking you to the presidency. In fact, the uh, private residence of the uh, incumbent president, Kufado. Uh, we also have an embed with the, uh, in the camp of the John Dramani Mahama. We'll be showing you what, what is happening there as we build up in anticipation of the final uh, results emerging. So you don't want to go anywhere. All the reactions here. Um, in fact, if there is a concession speech, you will hear it here first on your election headquarters. If there is an acceptance speech, as they call it, yeah. um, you will hear it first here. We have our reporters <clears throat> across the country in all the right places for you. Uh, our drones have been dispatched also, giving you the best eye view of the capital and the country uh, as the whole country lays in anticipation of what is about to unfold. Exactly, Evans. The whole country is waiting and asking that all-important question, who becomes president of the Republic of Ghana from the 7th of January, 2021? Let's stay with us. You would find out soon. Election headquarters, live on TV. Uh, you want to uh, catch it uh, on Facebook as well. Look for our handle, Joy News, on YouTube, on myjoyonline.com. We are, of course, live on Joy 99.7 FM. But listen, you can listen to radio and watch us on your phone because you don't want to miss this blue and green uh, picture in the, in the map because it tells you a visual, powerful visual story. Um, we were doing Savannah. Where else do you want to go? Well, I think I'd go to the Bono region. Okay. Uh, for, I mean, a very important area. Uh, we predicted we, that Bono was going to be a stronghold of the... Um, of the NPP. Of the NPP. So, and our prediction has come to pass, as you know. Has come to pass. Because so you're visually, NDC has one, two, three, four. Yeah. And the NPP has the rest. Based on our analysis, exactly. our projection has panned out as we had predicted, but something has caught your attention. Let's go to the parliamentary when it comes to the Banda constituency. Um, let's look at parliamentary. Also, oh, so let's first, I pulled this up first, so let's just yeah, talk so, about so, it. So this is the presidential. So this presidential yes. for Banda. And Akufado <coughs> wins 8,332 to John Mohammed 7,881. Let's see the trend in 2016. Winston, if you don't, if you don't mind here, we, one of the things we're also doing is the marginal seats. Yes. Right? And I want to quickly illustrate how marginal this win is in Banda. And yeah. you were right to mention that 10 was a swing constituency. In fact, was so important in 2008 and then was split yeah. into Banda and 10. And then we've seen that it's keeping to that tradition, although it's been split. Banda now has become one of those very marginal, um, you win by very little margin. Very so you see there, eight. Okay. Well, here we go. <clears throat> you see a marginal win there um, for Nanado, he wins it. Eight. Okay, okay. you know what? Blue doesn't like me. <laughs> let's, uh, let's try black. Let's, let's, try let's, black. let's stay with what we are used to. Yeah. Um, black, right? I told there you. There you go. I told you. There you go. Blue doesn't like me. Okay, here we go. So, and John Muhammad then comes in <coughs> with 7,801. Eight. Nanado is 8,332. Uh, difference here is one. <coughs> Five. 
and so four, 451. So that is very, very small. Very close. Very, very close. Nanado just wins in Banda by 451 votes there. This is on a knife's edge in terms of the victory. But you are interested, Winston, in the parliamentary race, and I know why, but you tell us, won't you? Yes. <clears throat> okay. There you have it again. And Evans, look at <clears throat> this. 8,276. It's a sketch and blast situation Ooh. for the NDC's Ibrahim Ahmed. You're not... It's, if somebody told me this is a story that will actually pan out, not only sketch and blouse, but if I, I dare say if we do the same calculations on the marginal win, it's going to be even lower than what the president won by the 4-2-1. This is about, is it 80 let's or 79 let's, votes? Let's, do it. let's, let's do just it. check it. Let's just check it. Let's do it. Because these are the things that fascinate me about politics yeah. in Ghana, right? Yeah, exactly. It is how close it is to win. Now, sketch and blouse, they voted Nanado for vote? president. Yeah. And then they are voting for NDC's Ibrahim Ahmed, Ahmed for parliamentary. Ibrahim Ahmed scores 8,276. And Joe Dankwa, and you tell us about Joe Dankwa exactly. shortly, right? Mm. But they have a history together. They have a history together. We'll come to that. Um, and Joe Dankwa of the MPP now comes in in second. Of course, there's nothing like second in, in parliamentary, parliamentary elections. Race. You've lost. He lost uh, with 8,195 votes. Okay. Okay. 81. The difference here is... 81. 81. 81 votes. 81 votes. And you know, I was telling you about uh, Joe Dankwa. Now, Joe Dankwa was the first member of parliament for the Tyne constituency. In that, con in that election in 2004, he beats Ibrahim Ahmed to it. And in 2008, Ibrahim Ahmed gets his revenge. Mm. He beats Joe Dankwa. And... 2012. Let me pull the map. And you love to what you're saying. Because yes. The map tells you the story. What you, your point is that this entire area here, don't forget 81. That's all it took to win wow. in this race this year. Your, your point is this entire area here was part of one big constituency. Yes. And these two gentlemen played in there. Exactly. We'll come to this story because it's a very interesting story Winston will track for you. Um, the race between these two gentlemen. Elton Broby is joining us live right now. Guess where? From the private residence of the incumbent president. Hello, Dankwa Kufado. Hello, Elton. Nice to see you. How have you been? Uh, Elton, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear Evans, and it's been very tiring and, and stressful, but I'm happy that it's coming to an end very soon. And we are now at the residence of President Kufuado here at Nima. And as you can see behind me, the stage is set for what is likely to be a response to the president from the announcement that we are all waiting to hear from the Electoral Commission that we are told will come up pretty soon. And already... Uh, there are so many supporters of the MPP at the at the, at the, at the, at the frontage of this building, jubilating, dancing, and you know, going up and down the road, saying that they've won the uh, 2020 uh, general elections. It's unclear uh, what is motivating uh, this particular feeling of optimism. But what we do know is that the MPP at their own coalition centre 
came up with some figures, according to them, put them ahead of John Dramani Mahama of the NDC. Indeed, uh, some few minutes ago, we got an update from the MPP's coalition center, and according to them, they are only left with 736 uh, out of the over 38,000 polling centers across the country that they've been collecting. And according to the MPP, the figures they have put them at 51.7% of the popular votes and then also put uh, John Dramani Mahama at 47%, meaning that they are on course to win a second term and form the next government. Now, I'm told that this information uh, has trickled down to the supporters and indeed President Kufado, who has been in-house in since voting at uh, Chebi in the eastern region. Now, in his private home here, as you can see behind me, uh, senior government officials are already there, including the Vice President of the Republic, Dr. Mohamed Dubaumia. Uh, the, the Speaker of Parliament was here a while ago. And then we have very senior government officials, friends who have come here, and they've been here since morning, I'm told, monitoring, listening to uh, radio, television, getting themselves abreast with the information that's going on across the country as far as uh, the 2020 election is concerned. But we are getting to the curtain call where we'll be told who won and the way forward. And that is how come behind me you will find the Ghana flag and the, and the stage that has been set for President Kufuadu to speak once the Electoral Commission is done with their presentation. So when they will do that, we do not know. The media, the, the, the media is here. Supporters of the MPP are out of the gates. I, I can see the house of the of, of, the, of President Kufuadu putting together some tables and chairs, uh, which I'm told is likely to be some sort of a celebration. A while ago, we were told that President Kufuadu received two calls: one from the presidential candidate of the Great Consolidated Popular Party, GCPP, uh, they participated in the just-ended general elections. Henry Latte was the presidential candidate, and we are, we are, I'm told that he called in to concede defeat. Uh, he also congratulated President Kufuado and wished him well. We are also told that uh, uh, Kofi Akpalu of the LPG also called uh, also called to concede defeat and also congratulated President Kufuado uh, on his re-election. That's the information we are picking. What we are all waiting to hear is that final declaration from the Electoral Commission. Which direction that will go will inform the form and shape in which President Kufuado will speak to the nation. But from the feelings I'm getting from the, from the grounds here, it does appear to me that uh, they are uh, sure of victory in some few minutes to come. Even that's, all, that, that's why we are here. We've set up and we are here to bring you every minute of what will transpire here from the Nima residence of President Kufuado. Elting, don't go anywhere. Stay with me because I want to hear from the people themselves there in your background uh, as we await for this. The siege is set in the private residence of the uh, president. And we don't know what it's going to be, whether it's going to be a concession or it's going to be a victory, uh, a, an acceptance uh, a speech there. So stay with me. We'll get come back to you shortly. As you can see on your screen, we have with us Maxwell Agbagba, uh, who has been embedded with the John Mahama team for a long time right now. And he's now uh, joining us uh, with the very latest, also from the camp of the uh, flag bearer of the NDC, uh, Maxwell what is a story from the JM come as we build and wait for the official yeah. declaration? 
Well, yeah. um, we're one, here at one, the um, campaign five, office. Five, um, Evans three, of three. the NDC presidential candidate, John Mahama, here um, in Cantobin. Quite a number um, of supporters um, are gathered here. Um, there are some pressmen also here um, waiting to um, hear the NDC presidential candidates address the nation um, in some minutes. Um, if you come here, the NDC campaign manager himself, Joshua Halabi, um, he's seated just um, some meters away from where I'm standing interacting with others who are gathered here. I've also seen um, some um, big weeks of the um, National Democratic Congress um, also um, here. Just some minutes ago, the um, NDC um, can, uh, I mean the NDC um, MP for Ningo Pram Pram, um, MP elect um, Sam George was also um, here I've seen quite a number of um, big wigs of the NDC who are gathered here today um, as the NDC presidential candidate addresses the nation in some minutes. Well if you come here it's more of optimism um, for majority of the people who um, I've interacted with so optimism that um, they are controlling um, the um, parliament um, seats, um, uh, they say, many of the people I've spoken to tell me, um, NDC supporters I've spoken to here tell me that they believe and they're optimistic that they have majority seats um, in parliament. Um, indeed, um, quite a number of those I've spoken to also believe that they have won um, the um, presidential race. Um, so really, um, we're just waiting to hear what the NDC presidential candidate um, has to tell us, um, whether um, he... Um, is putting out there that they have won the elections or not, we are unable to tell. But indeed, we've been, uh, we've been monitoring um, his Facebook page and he has been thanking NDC supporters for um, Ghanaians for going out there to vote for change. And um, we do not know if um, his message this evening will be couched in the same you know, um, direction. But we just wait patiently um, to hear him and what um, he has to say. Just some minutes ago, um, I had interactions with the um, General Secretary of the NDC, Johnson, he addressed the press conference um, earlier and we're asking him for some preliminary comments um, before the, pres- um, the NDC presidential candidates address. But he said that um, every message um, will be delivered um, by the NDC presidential candidates and that he does not want to um, preempt um, what he has to say. Other um, party bigwigs who are gathered here today are also not willing to talk. They say they do not want to preempt what the NDC presidential candidate is going to say. So as it stands now, we are all waiting patiently and with bated breath um, to hear what um, he has to tell us. Okay, uh, but is he there himself? Is John Mahama in that residence with you right now? Yes, um, he is um, just some meters away from where I'm standing. Um, he is in the building. Um, just some meters away from where I'm standing um, right now. Um, but from where I'm standing, I can see um, some some of the party officials um, in that structure right now. Um, the um, the Greater Accra Regional Chairman of the NDC, um, Adi Kuka, um, is also here. He just came out from that structure. So quite a number of them are in that building. And we're waiting for him um, to just walk out and then um, talk to us. But there are quite a number um, uh, of supporters also um, gathered here on the compound. If you come here, uh, the N- his campaign office has a very huge compound. Um, right now, half of the um, parking lot here has been filled uh, with um, vehicles and my camera technician um, is just trying to give you an idea right now of the number of people, um, you know, who are gathered here. So, all of these people, party supporters, um, gathered here. Some of them are also um, standing um, outside press 